It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. Whew. Is it uh, is it just me, or is everybody's butt just get released all at once? There, <laughs> my goodness, what a uh, sloppy, sloppy, sure. probably because of rain and rust and whatever else that was thrown into the mix. It is Go Birds episode at number sixteen. We are live on the Facebook.com, and also thank you to everyone listening to the replay right now, whether you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever you prefer out there. Radio.com. It's a fantastic app. If you can't find us out there, if you're having trouble with Google Play, five star reviews do go a very long way. James Seltzer, Jacoby Brissett comes in at the end. I would say that there is definitely something wrong with Andrew Luck's arm at this point. If Jacoby Brissett is the guy that is uh, trying to throw down the Hail Marys, but Man, throughout this uh, entire game, that underthrown ball from Andrew Luck helped them a lot of the time. I mean, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Uh, Obviously, we were talking about it, too. You know, Jalen Mills is going to get flagged for that every single time. But those were kind of the biggest plays where all the the PIs, all the flags – Thought that defense played really well today despite some, you know, glaring mistakes and the Colts helped them out in the red zone. But, man, it just feels good to be 2-1 and one and, Ooh, get, and get buddy. out of this thing here. Ooh, yeah, that was uh, – we expected a close game, but the way it played out was even more terrifying than it could have possibly oh, been. Yeah. That was terrifying. But held on. All this defense does is make fourth down <laughs> stops at home in big spots in the fourth quarter. It's the 2018 That's Eagles yearbook do. here. But um, – I think we'll all agree, you know, the win is so important, but man, seeing Carson Wentz running around, getting out of the pocket, making, you know, sharp cuts, moves, you know, playing fearless, 
playing the way we know Carson Wentz to play. Sure, he was a little rusty. There were some throws that were missed, some plays that were missed. But man, I like my heart is happy after seeing him run around the way he did John. Like it oh, is, yeah. uh, it is, uh, it was a really exciting thing to see him back playing football. Some of the plays he made, that first one where he's running around and, and makes the play, and everyone's like, he's back. Um, and, then, <laughs> and fearless and fearless cautious what cautious this yes but um, he um, he was man and he looked confident the knee looked great he looked great obviously it was not the best offensive performance Wendell Smallwood how about yeah, that yeah shout out to at fly 64 yes. for everyone listening for everyone watching you go follow him immediately because he is the only one that is said, Wendell Smallwood is still my guy. He's going to come in there, and honestly, it looked like Corey Clement, and the uh, the hamstring was obviously Quad, yeah. bothering uh, bothering him a little bit there. Uh, didn't seem to have that step still produced well. But Wendell Smallwood, shout out, we uh, we uh, and we all, Maycopa, we all, we didn't want you here, but <laughs> shout out to you, Wendell. And it wasn't just look; we always criticize him for not making people miss and kind of just being a straight ahead runner. But what we saw today was. A straight-ahead runner, but a runner with power. Uh, there was, what, three, four times where he just pushed a pile of guys yeah, down. everybody came There through. was force. There was, you know, he was running hard and really had a nice game. That catch he made could have been a touchdown if he didn't get tripped up, but just an awesome game from Smallwood, one of the guys who stepped up today. Obviously, the wide receiver play wasn't quite as good today. Yeah, I don't know where they – well, they were non-existent. Congratulations yeah. to Jordan Matthews' two catches. Uh, uh, yes. Right? And then uh, Nelson Aguilar, I think, was only targeted once throughout the entire – first half and then maybe I don't think he got a second target until late in the third quarter. Yeah, but a couple he made two big first downs on third down plays that were that were huge. That one catch of course coming where Darius Leonard coming at him and he cuts back in and then goes out and got the first down were, were big plays. That last drive, John, 11 minutes and 18 seconds. Wow. I mean, what a drive. What a drive. What a drive. And that's the stuff that's the stuff we talked about Wentz. He may take a little more time as we saw to Catch up to the speed of the game. Get used to playing at that high level again with all these guys running around. It's a lot different than 11-on-11s. 11 but, man, the above-the-shoulder stuff it's that all we there. always talk about. Arizona, the, over here. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. It always, Sunday, Sunday. The you know. offense just looks smoother. It works better with him there, and he's getting through his progressions quickly, throwing to the right guys. Once he's up and running, man, it, it's, it's right back to what he was. Yeah, that is... All the things that we had mentioned before leading up to this game, um, I mean, it it is scary how much he sounds, looks, and just looks at the defense and decrypts everything, oh, and it yeah. sounds and feels like Peyton Manning. It does. Like, it, it really, really does. does. It's it just does. going, we're good, we're good, you know, all of that, very vocal. Kill, 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 and all that stuff. It's just... Boom. And shout out actually to the Fox broadcast, not for the broadcasters themselves, because my God, I mean, oh my God, can Chris Myers learn how to say just, Corey Clement's fucking name? Just, Are we serious? Hit Corey already. Clement, Corey Clement, see Corey. It's not that hard. You're a national broadcaster for the fucking <laughs> NFL, bro. That guy caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and you don't want to say his name. That's bad. That was just really stuck bad. Sports Center, but it was really bad. The Fox broadcast mics really picked a lot of that stuff up. Great communication, you mm-hmm. could tell, and that was something that. Uh, was discussed throughout the week of how everybody's just energized around that. And, you know, again, no disrespect to Nick Foles, but you aren't hearing that in the first two starts of 
no. you know, ch- checking things off and making sure they're just going through and running the plays. And like we said, from the uh, the first drive and the last drive, those were clearly evident. And, you know, I mean, Wentz obviously didn't have his best game in the world either. That interception was very much a rookie mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fumble, I guess Hugh Jackson was right. He can't hold on. <laughs> can't hold on to a wet football. But overall, <laughs> uh, you know, coming back yeah. in here, there's a ton of energy there. Um, I was honestly a little surprised. The, you know, the right side of the offensive line seemed to struggle a little bit. But, I mean, just to see him back out there to go out and make plays again without any hesitation, there's all confidence going in there. You can tell right away that's what we saw in OTAs. It's what we saw in training camp. He looked like he would have been ready to go for week one. Uh, yeah, and I think, I think he was. I think he probably was. Yeah. I think physically he was probably ready to go week one, and they played it safe. They wanted to give it a couple extra weeks, a little bit longer time on all angles to just play it as safe as they could. I think so. I don't remember who said this, and I apologize for who it was, but whoever said if it had been the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz would have been able to play. Yes. I think that's definitely true. I think he could have played, but they held him back a little bit longer. Yeah, and uh, just uh, they need Alshon Jeffrey back badly now, and that's that's the other bigger part here, big too, takeaway, right? It's a takeaway, right? It's just, the, I mean, you're leading receivers, and thank God, shout out to Dallas Goddard for his first NFL touchdown. And he wanted to spike that shit, but he goes, I know, oh. it's like, oh. Oh, nope, no, no, I need no, to no, I need to hold no, no, on to that. No, no, no. That's the first That's of many. I got to hang on to that one. And it'll be interesting to uh, rewatch this thing, and then uh, me and Elliot Shore Parks would do a around the locker room tomorrow. But there are a couple of times where I thought Dallas Goddard got open a lot, and that's part of Carson and the Rust thing there, right? Like it should have been a touchdown to Zach Ertz there early in the red zone. Didn't really see it; it was too late. Tried to zip it in there, but good lord, that arm strength looks. Oh yeah, like it's there. I mean, you're working on your arms, you're doing a bunch of stuff, but that's going to take some time to to settle in there and do some of that stuff, but. I do think that there were some missed opportunities. Uh, I, you know, guys from uh, upstairs in the press box were saying, "Hey, you know, you had," uh, which is really weird too, because I think Jimmy Kemsky pointed out on that Corey Clement weird throw that looked like he was just throwing away, mm-hmm. had him open early, and then everybody else was saying that they had, you know, aching at the sticks for a first down. So this will be interesting just to see how it developed when the coaches tape uh, comes on out. Um, I'm not. Uh, I mean, we, we've every question was answered in that game, though. He got hit. He oh, was yeah. sprawling out. He jumped for first downs. Yep. Carson Wentz is back, man. A hundred percent. And here's Love something it. else that we talked about, but it was a a hop. I hop. Uh, Hi- hypothesis? Hypothesis. <laughs> Hyp- we were hypothesizing. Yes. I was trying to do both at the same time. All right. It was a hypothesis, but the idea that Wentz having the time off, being on the sideline, watching the game from that perspective, not being able to maybe do everything he could before physically, that that was going to get him to be even more involved in the playbook and all the off the field stuff that just adds to that on field diagnosis in the moment. And the announcer said that that's clearly something that Wentz talked to them about, that he did spend so much more time on the off the field stuff because he couldn't do everything he wanted That's to right. physically. And he's a workhorse and a maniac. And of course he's going to be doing football stuff every Probably second driving he possibly his could. You know? new wife crazy yeah. at the house. Uh, but again, like you You're said, watching tape again? Like, like you said, John, it is not a hypothesis anymore Correct. whether or not Carson Wentz is back. He's 100% back. He looked awesome and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better with Alshon Jeffrey back, Jay Ajayi back, Darren Sproles back. It's just going to get better. Yeah, it's uh, and and you could tell like the rhythm, the understanding. That's the part of it too. It's just now telling the rest of your body to do exactly what you are seeing out there on the field with you know constantly going through all of those different scenarios in your head. And I know a lot of quarterbacks do that. We're in the film room and and on and on and on here. I will actually say after 
um, talking about Jim Schwartz all week, and you know, is he too stubborn, and is it this, and is it that? Uh, it called a really excellent game just in terms of trying to throw Andrew Luck off, and it works uh, multiple times of that happening. I mean, you saw, first of all, you saw blitzes, which everybody was happy about, except for that one where Andrew Luck ran for like 33 yards. Yeah. That didn't work out so hot, but... Uh, Is there a longest run in the game? Yeah. The longest run yeah, in the game. Yeah, I, I think it was. And uh, you saw that, though. You saw uh, inverted cover two blitz looks, and then it went away back to just kind of a normal zone. You saw uh, a lot of, uh, you know, switching up between uh, linebackers. Jordan Hicks, by the way, today played his ass off, he's and been, I hope that shows awesome, up again man. on the tape. How many near picks and near tips he tipped that one towards the end where Nigel Bradham got a little dinged up and came off the field having him back in there is uh, is another great thing to see just in terms of like hey that is part of that short passing game that they were missing and why you know paper cuts and all that stuff last year was happening Jordan Hicks played an outstanding game I thought the corners played really really well today despite you know I know everybody's gonna <laughs> that first touchdown and this is what I don't understand is you know, Ronald Darby played that ball as well as you can, unless you yep. want him to grow four inches or try, like, when people say, well, if he just would have turned around, it would have been an interception. That's uh, <laughs> happens a lot of time. Not on that play, but, you know, Sidney Jones and everybody else, too. Listen, that's a good ball. Andrew Luck placed it perfectly where he needed to be. Sometimes you got to tip your cap. Uh, I know we overreact. It's an easy thing to do. There's men on men. We called it out before the play happens. You know, they're they're going right over here, and they did. But, um, you know, there are some some mistakes there. And, listen, the wet ball got to some of those Colts wide receivers. Could have gone a different way if it slipped out of their hand. But I thought the secondary played phenomenally today. Yeah, Jalen Mills, a few tough penalties, and they were penalties. A couple of bad pass interference calls. But on the whole, I thought Jalen Mills was much better Total performance this week. Obviously not hard to be much better than he was last week. Yeah. But improved. I thought Darby played well. I thought Sidney Jones had some nice moments. Obviously, we're all keeping our eye on Rodney McLeod. Fingers crossed there. Hope everything's all right. Yeah, I'm keeping, uh, keeping the timeline open for updates. If you yeah. guys have any updates for us, shoot them on in here, too. It seemed like um, he was putting a little more weight on it at the end, which is good to hear. You never know with those knees. It, you, know, you never know which way it could go. Hopefully, it's like a meniscus or something not too serious there and then I think defensively look the D-line didn't get quite as much pressure uh, over the whole course of the game as we would have hoped but still in big spots obviously at the end there made some really nice plays back to the offense one thing I meant to bring up we need to see more tempo every time they went tempo it worked and I was surprised Doug didn't bust it out a little bit more that last drive the 11 minute drive they put little bits of tempo in there and obviously before that the field goal drive tempo the touchdown drive at the beginning of the game tempo and it worked it was working so I think once Wentz gets back into you know game shape and all that too that'll help but um, well and, and on that point too that actually is what I think they should do more of just based on their personnel alone. Mm-hmm. And that's why, uh, you know, I hate to bring his name up, but the one who should not be named when the roster, you know, it was good to begin with, and then it was not as good, and you still have those productions with Jordan Matthews catching a, a, a large volume of balls and heading in there. I think at one point the Eagles had almost double or close to double, one and a half, somewhere around there, more offensive snaps than the Colts did throughout this thing. That helps. That's, that's going to get you into those situations where you can find and hand it off to Wendell Smallwood because you're trying to tire out the defense at that point. Um, you know, the offensive line got some really nice push during that last 11-minute uh, drive. Yes. All of that. I, I completely agree. If, there. if you don't have your stable of horses at wide receiver and at running back at the same time, tempo is the way to go to try and mask some of those deficiencies 
inefficiencies, and then you allow Carson to go and and do his thing. Is sorry, something's in my. Yeah, eye I know you can tell you're oh. sitting here. There it is. There it okay. is. We got did it. it. You made it. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think that's a great point. There's uh, uh, you'll you'll probably see more of that too. But again, things like Alshon Jeffrey, which reportedly by a couple of different people today, I think Mork chimed in there. Yeah, Adam like Kaplan week, right? on the inside the birds had also said it looks like it's going to be there, and it makes sense too because he was limited in practice. He never went to questionable here, uh, or at least out at any point. So. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. It's just going to take a little time, get some, uh, you know, get some fresh bodies in there too. But uh, overall, this is what you needed. And as as bad as last week felt, that's the other thing too. When you overreact so much, and it's okay to overreact. I mean, especially in the last Monday morning quarterback or the last hour of the you know the football game, and you're going crazy, or you're like me and you're sitting in a hot Tampa sun and you're mad and you're angry, you just want to <laughs> you know uh, shout some things or whatever. But from week to week. That's what's going to happen. Secondary is going to play bad at some points. They bounce back today. Yep. Uh, I thought, um, I mean. Defense at home again, too, by the way. Defense at home. The defense at home. Like, that is, we said it was a thing going in. It is. And again, we have to, let's call it out again. The ability for this defense to lock down in the red zone in crucial situations is a real important hallmark of good teams you know the ability to get big stops when you need them in tight spaces we've seen this team win two games now this year by doing that yeah it's really impressive and i mean we can tell now that atlanta's pretty good team i think yeah. right now as we're recording this they just went into overtime yeah right now in overtime and then the Saints uh, are driving that's it you know uh, they beat the panthers last week that's right they, if nothing else they are a hell of an offense all right folks i mean like they put up 37 this week 31 last week this eagles defense at home held them to 12 points matt ryan has five passing touchdowns today five it's he a had, lot he had i think three and two rushing last week this Eagles defense gave him nothing. So I'm with you, man. That that Falcons offense is not nearly as bad as this Eagles D made it look. And this Colts team, again, is pretty good. Pretty good. It's I think pretty good. Darius Leonard is a, a fucking player. Yeah, remember that like, name. That guy is a real player. Hunt was really good. Marcus yeah. Hunt. Um, I was impressed, there, especially defensively. And we talked a little bit about it before the game. The idea that, you know, we're, we're big Frank Reich guys, and I think that they really lucked out with Josh McDaniels not going there oh, and absolutely. ending up with Frank Reich. And that team is always playing hard for him, and they were in it the entire way. And you heard the broadcast even say during those times, I mean, Frank Reich was pretty aggressive. I kind of like the little yeah. the cat and mouse game after the down uh, conversions for him. After the, uh, the uh, you know, running into the punter, and then they run up to the line real quick. Just, you know, that's old school gamesmanship. But you even heard the broadcast even say, and this is, this is why. Um, you know, I think the Colts will have success eventually at some point. He talked about that chart of what they're using on fourth downs. It's green, it's light green, it's yellow, it's yep. red. That's all what Doug Peterson and that analytical company from Edge Sports used uh, last year to try and determine where and when that they went. I thought Doug was perfectly aggressive uh, again to go and win football games. You're converting uh, fourth downs. Big third down conversions. Adam Lefko, shout out to you again who yeah, joined buddy. Uh, our WIP show and said the same thing. Wentz and Long is how he's describing it. The third and long conversions were also really, really huge once again. That's the biggest difference to me between all of these. And I would even say if Carson was in Tampa, probably ties that football game at least with a lot of that stuff that you're doing, and that's really the bigger differences between it. Obviously, we we know what happened last year. Nick had his um, amazing moment, but it, that was the other wake-up call for me and seeing just how this offense works and operates 
with Carson in it, it's, it runs completely differently. Like it's it's sharper, even it's though it was smooth, ugly and he was sharp. rusty. Yep. It's just it, it's it chugs along. Yeah, it's night and day. Really, it just moves quicker. It moves more efficiently. As we discussed, Wentz gets through his progressions much more quickly. It's just a better offense with Carson Wentz at the helm. Shocking. How, who could have <laughs> possibly thought that having the MVP caliber quarterback playing quarterback would make the offense better? And like we've talked about with Foles, you know, he has the ability to be great in spots, but consistency is where he struggles. Carson Wentz, just because of the stuff that's going on above the shoulders, every single time out there will give you like at least a, a base level that is better than Nick Foles Absolutely. on a consistency basis, without question. Uh, another strong game from Fletcher Cox again today. I mean, he is He's just a disruptor awesome, in there. Um, I would say towards the later part of the game, and it might just be gassed out, but you had your top four pass rushers out there. You had uh, Bennett, Barnett. Barnett had a nice game, by the way, too. He, he, he did. Uh, and, you know, Fletcher and, all, and just couldn't get anything going towards that last drive. So that's something to be a little concerned about. But they still got pressure on them a lot of the time. I mean, you can't ask for a lot more. I think to, I, I tend to be a little bit spoiled <laughs> in that, like, hey, they're crushing every single play. Why aren't you doing it for 52 snaps in a row or 80 snaps in a row or whatever? But, yeah, shout out to Derek Barnett for closing this thing out, man. I mean, that was – Huge. It was obviously the biggest play of the game. Um, that uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it already out there, or uh, but Andrew Luck is you know pounding the the grass awesome. afterwards because it looked like I'm guessing he had a t- or looked like a touchdown or at least a, a possible chance on him. So at that's going shot, around. yeah. And it also yeah. was one of those ones where it looked like they tripped him up and he thought he was going to be able to keep his feet and then he couldn't. And um, look, that was a spot where they moved the ball well there, and yeah. it felt like Andrew Luck was going to be able to find someone who was open. Like, it just felt that way. The way he was moving the ball. the way, And also, I was scared of him running there, too. I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks where, as we saw with the long run, you know, the 33-yarder, that, you know, you need to contain him. So in that spot, I think getting him there, if he had had that, that bootleg out to that side and had the opportunity to get out there, who knows what he could have made happen. It was a a massive, massive effort, massive play. And again, just that whole defense, the ability to clamp down and and just, you know, shut out a team in the red zone deep in games has been just absolutely huge for this team. And again, I didn't mention it before as well, but Jordan Hicks again, I, I oh yeah. I just want to echo your point. I mean, and again, we saw it last week in Tampa. We always talk about the coach on the field thing and, and a cliche and all that, but he really is, man. I mean, that guy knows exactly where to be in every situation. He's always around the ball. He's always making plays. It is huge having that guy back. Oh, it's a... Yeah, and him and Nigel Bradham together, too. And Nigel Bradham is running the other side of, of traffic. So the, you notice that in the uh, in those windows, when they look a little more open, um, they close on them really quick. Like, it's a lot tighter now to throw in the middle of the field. And to me, that's... Still the biggest advantage in the NFL is controlling that. Now, if you're looking at the Eagles' defense, well, actually, John, it's the comeback route and the stop routes. and all. Yeah, and that's still going to be true. I mean, that's just part of Jim Schwartz's philosophy. And that's the biggest difference in this game, too, is they really did tighten up a lot way better. Way, way, way better in the red zone. And, yes, I am including, even if they scored that, uh, you know, that touchdown in the middle, uh, where the only thing that I don't understand about this defense sometimes is when they get into zone coverage in the red zone, they look a little lost still, so I don't know if there's missed assignments or anything happening, but 
outside of that, I mean, uh, Jalen Mills had a big bounce back game despite the penalties too. Yep. And, and I know people are are chiming in with that. I thought uh, and that's true. Today. They got to clean those things up. But he had some big plays today. Some huge big plays. plays. Uh, yeah, tackles too. Tackles too. And Darby, I thought had a great game too. That last play, uh, the third down play uh, on the final or second to final drive, I guess that. You know, bullshit. Set yourselves up for Jacoby <laughs> yes. Brissett, Hail Mary yes. drive. Guest counts. Jacoby, but, by the way, it's nothing but love for you, bud. Yeah. Still hey, got it. He put it in there, man. That was a hell of a throw. You, he put it right there. Give him a shot. Yeah. Um, and again, that is so telling that that, that they Big took time. I mean, that's crazy. It's, you you so rarely see that. But, um, yeah, I think just again, and, and that play before, the T.Y. Hilton kind of fade to the back of the end zone, and Ronald Darby just stays with him and is there and makes the play and clouds his vision. And, um, yeah, man, again, this was uh, it, the combination of having Wentz back and driving the offense, that 11-minute, 18-second touchdown drive, which just won them the game. But I think that ultimately when you look at it, you say, all right, the defense – is the star of this game. Oh, they certainly. won them this game. And don't don't think I didn't forget about you, Sidney Jones. Back-to-back plays where he knocks away a touchdown from Eric Ebron, and then on the very next one, um, that's another one I'd love to go and uh, re-watch after this, where the Colts throw a quick screen, screen out to the right, and it, I think it was T.Y. Hilton and a lineman, and it was just him on an island, and somehow fought through that so many times that it slowed everybody up, allowed everybody to get there. Um, a lot of people were saying that's probably a touchdown. Otherwise, that to me was the biggest play of the game in terms of saving it. So, uh, I, again, I know that we, we're going to continue to blow up, and no matter who you like or don't like, whether that's Darby or whether that's Mills, and uh, this secondary is in really, really good hands. You know, uh, I think Sidney Jones playing there, and also a little telling because Mills came off for a little bit. Razul Douglas right yeah, went in there that too. That was really interesting, wasn't it? And he does it on either one. So uh, yeah, they did that when uh, who was it? Darby came off in Atlanta, uh, and you know Julio Jones went uh, right in, and they tried it, and he intercepted the ball. Razul Douglas came in, so Razul is. 100% the third corner on the outside. I don't think they're going to move Sidney Jones at all to the outside this season. Unless well, they I absolutely mean, have to because of injury or whatever. Yeah, and if they do, they certainly doesn't look like they're going to do it in-game. It'd be the type of thing they'd work on during the week or whatever. But yeah, it certainly seems like if there's an injury or whatever, they're going to keep Sidney Jones in the slot. And look, if it's a more long-term injury, if, if Mills or Darby goes down or something happens, you know, God forbid, uh, I think then that's probably a discussion they have. You know, do we like Maddox or whoever in the slot yeah. and Jones on the outside more? Do we like Jones in the slot and Douglas on the outside more? But obviously right now. What a good problem to have, huh? Exactly. Yeah, we got guys <laughs> who can actually play in the NFL. How exciting is that? Uh, so I know some, well, and uh, Julian's actually bringing it up here too. And and you're right. This is something that we have uh, talked about a lot here, buddy. It's just, um, we we don't understand why speedsters keep ending up on Jalen Mills. It makes more sense if Darby is there think, is against right? the bigger bodies. But um, I, I don't get it either. I would say that Ryan Grant's not really, uh, he's more of the speedster than a big body, though, too. So there is some speed there to generate. But yeah, I I think it's okay. And we've seen that before in the past. We've seen Ronald Darby just go out and say, hey, 
you have OBJ, you have who or, or whatever, and those have been pretty good results so far. So I don't think uh, Schwartz is going to change those things up. Very um, clearly, he's not. No, he's but stubborn. He I will does say though, the way he does them. Did you notice how many times that Jalen Mills and T. Y. Hilton were yapping at each other? Jalen, yes, he likes to get in people's heads. Jaylen I'm fine with that. Is feisty yeah. as hell, man. I, I and look, it was good, but it was on the borderline of being like, "Yo, bro, you're about to get a flag." Like, chill the fuck out in a couple spots there. A couple times. The one close to the end there, like, was a stop, and he, they're jawing, and I'm like, get back up, bro. Like, the, the stop is way more important than you jawing. But yes. I do, you look, you, at that position, maybe more than any other in this sport, you need to have some swag, and he has swag. Definitely. <laughs> uh, hashtag 100, hashtag flame <laughs> emoji, right? As that goes along. You know who didn't have swag? Where the fuck was Jordan Matthews today? Oh, he oh. got a couple catches for nothing. Good to know. <laughs> I, I was, Where you at, Elliot? It was nice to uh, it was nice to see the crowd no, here. I got the crowd. It was nice. Look, and I like it. He's a nice guy. I'm happy, you know, for Yeah, you hate to take. You like the player. It's really Elliot's fault. Yeah, it I, is. I, I'm, I'm ripping Elliot, not Jordan. I'll rip him tomorrow. I'll rip him real, real nice do. for you. Uh, some quotes coming in. This is from Martin Frank, Jason Kelsey. On By the way, real quick, Josh Allen just scored again. For oh, the Bills. oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Congrat- <laughs> congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings, by the way. For uh, scoring a scoring a garbage touchdown after uh, being blown sorry. out. Sorry, I just had to update you. There so I, in that case, Elliot was right because he yelled yeah, immediately that, that. Vikings are a bunch of frauds. Yeah, so got to give him credit one for one it. One out of two. Uh, Martin Frank saying that Jason Kelsey on if uh, Wentz was hit too much today, uh, he always is hit more than we would like it to, and that's just you Agreed. know uh, some of the stuff that's happening in there. Uh, here's the other thing that happened around the NFL today. People are already mentioning it. And uh, your mind immediately goes there, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, yeah. Kyle Shanahan came out and just said they fear that uh, Jimmy tore his ACL. I haven't seen the play, but it oh. sounds like it's pretty bad. That sucks, um, man. At this point, you've seen Carson Wentz get hit. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is interested in Nick Foles, but if they make a oh, phone that's call. that's an interesting point, yeah. I don't know. That's a really you know, interesting what, where, point. How do we feel after one game of going like, okay, Yes, now this is a time where yeah, it's a the, really, another ah, team needs. Man, I don't know. And we guy. have, you know, Nate Sudfeld here. We feel really yeah. confident him being in a backup role. Um, you know, here's here's Nick Foles. What do you do? I, are you comfortable at this point? I mean, I was comfortable six months ago. <laughs> you so. were, I know. I look, yeah. If you're going to get something good for Nick Foles and you're able to take advantage of something, I feel it is highly unlikely he'll be back next year again unless he wants to come back and be a backup and uh-huh. whatever. So, yes. If they offer something of, of, of quality, I would do it at this point. I feel good about Wentz being back, but um, I'm also okay if they don't. You know, it's one of those things where I'm not going to be upset if it doesn't happen. Uh, curious what uh, the Facebook fam thinks on this. Let's do uh, like if you wouldn't do the trade. If you wouldn't do the trade, throw a like in there right now. If you would at any point, and that's... You know, in your mind, whatever arbitrary Drew, round number Drew Brees is overtime rushing touchdown. <laughs> Look Same. at that! Walk it off. So uh, Drew Brees Falcons. did it for you today. Yeah, John, he did fantasy. This morning, John was like, "I need Drew Brees to carry my carry fantasy my dead team." Carcass yeah, and the guess line. what? I think Drew Brees so, did it. Two so, rushing touchdowns today. Let's, let's do a like if you, uh, you say no to a Nick Foles trade at this point. Let's do a heart, a heart if you're like, yeah, man. If they're offering up a second rounder, a third rounder, a first rounder, whatever it is in your head. Uh, I'm curious how that comes in. So far, so far, not really. I don't think people are comfortable enough. But I'm going to tell you, the next couple of games, we're all going to feel that way. It's still, to me, and it doesn't really matter overall. Like if they end up having an insurance policy going into the season, I- I'm, I'm, I've come at peace with it. But it's still one of those things that's always going to hang over my head, especially when you're coming into a 2019 season that you're just going, 
wow, you know, there's there's a lot of moves to be made. We're not exactly sure if you're going to be holding on to Brandon Graham. And there's just a, you know, one pick is not going to not going to change anything on that. But um, oh yeah, there's only here comes the loves. The loves are coming in too. Add us uh, to at Go Birds Pod if uh, you are comfortable now with talking at least about Nick Foles being traded if San Francisco makes the call. So, Jimmy. What uh, MVPs for you? Who would be on your list? Well, I mean, it's Carson Wentz. Just, it, like, nothing else matters except that dude came out and did every, like you said, John, you said it perfectly before. He got hit. He did sharp cuts. He ran. He you know, went down in ways that were scary looking. All these things. He made magic plays. We saw everything we needed to see to know that Carson Wentz is physically 100% back and good to go. And he's just going to get better this season. And obviously, mm-hmm. I think the rest of his career, because, of, again, we talked about it before, but the idea of, you know, the, the old adage that you can't blitz Drew Brees, you can't blitz Tom Brady because they see it coming. I think that's the type of guy Carson Wentz is going to be. He's going to be the type of guy who can control a game with his mind. And then when you add it, I'm serious. Then you add in all it's like the, he's a shapeshifter, he's a like fucking Jedi. John is what he is. He's a Jedi. Yeah, it's probably but true. You add in all the physical stuff too, man. Um, I, I, there's some great play. Uh, players had some great games today. Uh, again, Wendell Smallwood, very excited with his performance. But for me, Carson Wentz is back, and he's my MVP. Yeah, uh, I like that. Um, I would say I'm, I'm going to give it up. I'm going to give it up to Wendell Smallwood yeah, today because he really, really Great saved game. everybody's butts. fought butt. hard, man. Fought really hard. Like him just pushing the piles along. I didn't know he had that in him. Yeah, no, neither did I. I would say defensively, um, I'm, I'm going to give MVP because I just mentioned it. I think it's the play of the game. It'll probably be uh, an underrated part of this. But Sidney Jones today, I think, saved two touchdowns from happening due to his coverage. And he's just, he's a really smart kid. Didn't sit down with us on Friday night. But what I'm not going to hold that against him. Come on, man. Come and join the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. fun. man. So uh, let's do this. Let's do hearts for Wentz. Let's do likes uh, for Wendell Smallwood. And let's do uh, let's do laughs or shock face. Either one for, uh, for Mr. Uh, Sidney Jones as we roll through here. So uh, this, this was an important win. Look, the, the ugliness of it, being 2-1, and one, now you go to Tennessee where, by the way, this guy in L.A. Shore Parks are going to be, if you're not doing it with the fans of Philly yet, yes. you need to figure that out coming quickly. Out. And for all of our Tennessee folks, we are coming down soon. I'm not, unfortunately. I am, though. I'm not going to be there. But uh, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, certainly, we will talk to Teron Davenport, our old friend who's now working for ESPN, and it looks like it's a clean sweep for for Carson Wentz today. Correct, and listen, I don't, decision, I, don't, I don't blame you guys it's at all. Decision. I mean, it is it's just so good to have him God, back. I love him so much. It's he is so and just oh. you know everything we said. He's he's getting hit. Uh, I'm I'm against what I'm or not against Jason Kelsey and what he said. I'm just saying I'm glad he got hit today. Just to, that's just for my own. Now pressure. that it's over. Now, now that it's that, over. Yeah, let's no. <laughs> let's uh, let's make sure. That that his ass is covered up here. Let's get him yes. a little more protection. But outside of that, I mean, uh, now you go into Tennessee where, you know, they came they in beat and the Jags they today. did. They did. The Just who called that bad time. boy? Bam, this yeah, guy right no, here. A good call by you. I, but, I was very wrong about that game. But you had Blaine well, Gabbert start this one. Concussion. Uh, and then uh, Mariota still has nerve damage or something that's happening. He's, so apparently Mariota was playing and he can't grip a ball. Yes. Apparently correctly. So. 
Yeah. So that's it. Well, I, I feel like we're getting the Titans at a decent time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is a good this is a good uh little uh I won't say road test here, but you're going down to Tennessee. It's a pretty good defense. That offense is just anemic so far. Um they're having offensive line problems. It's a great time to catch them. You can be three and one Ooh. and be coming back in week five to visit those fraud Vikings. Yeah. I mean, oh my goodness. And the I mean they lost 27-6 to the Bills, man. The Bills! The it, Bills! At, at home. Josh Allen leapt over Anthony Barr today. <laughs> That's how bad it was going for the Minnesota oh, Vikings. So awesome. But this is, uh, it's uh, it's amazing, too. I think even a little part of me goes, well, Carson's not going to be that great when he comes back. And then, you know, the week gets, continues up, and you're like, nah, this dude's going to be on point. It's kind of in between that. But that's what's exciting about now is going like, man, this guy can win you a Super Bowl. And the most important thing that we discussed this week, can he make other players good? Yes. Wendell Smallwood. Yes, he can. Huh. Yes, he can. Should have been a touchdown, by the way. Damn, that was Darren uh, what a great play today. that was, too. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. That was a really nice play. <laughs> it was a nice play call, nice play, well executed. Yeah. It just fell down there. But uh, Yeah, so it's, it's exciting, man. I mean, I'm starting to buy back into they can repeat. They do have enough talent. The, the secondary is way more talented than it was the year previous. There's still a long way to go, a lot of questions to be answered, but if you think about it in terms of, all right, Carson's back now in week three. Now you're going to get Alshon back in week four. Hopefully this is not a long-term thing with uh, Darren Sproles and Jay Ajayi. Um, shout God. out to Josh Adams, by the way. Low yeah, key. Not a couple nice yeah, runs. I, I, enjoyed, good. I enjoyed Josh Adams. Probably back to the practice squad, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll wait see. and see. But we'll see. Uh, uh, there, there's enough pieces here that uh, you know, it, it wouldn't last an entire season. I mean, to do twelve and thirteen personnel like they did was finally, thank you, Doug, the way to go and to get this win. But they need. I mean, there was not not a lot of opportunities for him to throw the ball down the field. He was looking that way a lot, and it just wasn't there. Wide receivers weren't getting open. Um, Jordan Matthews was playing on the outside a lot today, which was you know a good thing overall. Nelson Aguilar playing in the slot, but. You, you're starting to get guys healthier towards the back end of the season. You can go through this rigmarole again, um, but I'm, I'm starting to finally get excited about the chances, at least, of them going back to the Super Bowl this year. I don't need to finally get excited because I was <laughs> always excited about it. I never stopped believing, Johnny. Don't I knew as soon stop. As soon as oh, wait, we can't do that. We'll get sued, right? Yeah, as soon as 11 was back, I'm good. That's all I need is 11. <laughs> there it is. So we roll on to uh, to next week. We have uh, Elliot Shore Parks and myself coming to you tomorrow, which uh, we'll break this game down a little more. I'm excited to go rewatch it, honestly, and yeah, just buddy. see what wasn't, uh, what wasn't uh, missed here. As we are finishing out the recording, I mean, it couldn't get any beautifuler than to start beautifler, out. I like that. Uh, start out a game in Seattle while Dallas is playing, and once you know it, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys wide receivers end up throwing an interception. They, they did it together. It was a dual effort. So congratulations to them. Well uh, go Seahawks. The Giants win today in Houston. It's what? been a weird day in the NFL. Yeah. Washington takes care of Green Bay as uh, <laughs> they came into town. So, hey, you know, uh, rock and roll. They're still uh, on top of the division. And uh, the, what? Dallas can't. Even if they Dallas wins today, that's... that's uh, how does that work? I mean, you're all tied. <laughs> yeah, it's just tied, tied for the lead. Two and one. There's that's not any equal or uh, tiebreakers or something like is, that. But all it's right. way too early in the season to worry about that. Well, James Seltzer, your final thoughts before we get out of here, then. Carson Wentz. That's uh, it's literally it. It is it, all today is about. Today is about Carson Wentz coming back, and again, 
showing us that he is back. And I said it before, the main thing that I wanted was I just wanted to watch that guy play football again and it was just as awesome as I remember it, and I can't wait to keep doing it. Uh, to 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 Tennessee is where he's going to be. Make sure fansofphilly.com. Coming if you up. haven't signed up already, there are plenty of tailgate tickets available if you are down in Tennessee and want to come hang out. I saw the menu. It's delicious. Be sure to do that. want to thank everybody for listening live and watching live here on Facebook. Thank you to everyone listening on the replay, as we said, whether you're on uh, Google Play, Radio.com, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, the five-star reviews, do go a hell of a long way. Carson Wentz is back, baby. It's on the road to the Super Bowl, number two, for Go Birds, episode number 16. That was James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard. This is right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys.